All right, everyone, and welcome to the CPVPA podcast. I'm your host, Wendy Yu, and uh, this is a podcast for Coquitlam principals and vice principals, and really anyone else who wants to listen. The purpose of it is to connect us, get to know each other a little better, and share some leadership stories, ideas, and thoughts. For our second episode, I'm so happy to talk with Andrew Cornwell today. Andrew's the current principal at Castle Park Elementary, and when I think of kind, caring people. Andrew, you're one of the first people that come to my mind. Um, welcome. Thank you very much. <laughs> Andrew, we started, uh, actually we did a little pre-interview, I guess, uh, before this, and I asked you, what are you passionate about? And uh, I love your answer. You said you're passionate about people. Yeah. Um, to me, our job is people. Um, life is people. And uh, if we don't think of the people first, then uh, the other stuff uh, to me doesn't come as, as quickly. And I think once you build your your relationships, uh, you can help get people along the road you want to go and they will actually join you because they want to be there, uh, not because you're saying we have to go here. Yeah, so, true. so All right, I'm going to ask you further questions about that later. But okay. to start, why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey from a teacher to, to where you are right now? Well, I'm known as the South Side guy. <laughs> of Port Coquitlam. Uh, I have taught on the South Side. I've lived on the South Side of Port Coquitlam, and I have been an administrator uh, in three of the schools on the South Side. Um, as a teacher, I felt really fortunate to spend 17 years in the classroom. Uh, I taught from kindergarten to grade five, and uh, I loved it. And uh, it was a very good experience for me to be appointed into a middle school as a vice principal. I followed you, had big <laughs> shoes to fill. Uh, and it was really a learning experience for me and, and spending three and a half years as a, as a middle school vice principal, seeing where the kids had gone to from elementary. And that's really helped me inform my practice as being an elementary principal. Um, I made the choice, conscious choice, to move back to elementary after three and a half years because I wanted to get in on the ground floor when full day K came into being. And so that gave me a chance to really see it develop over time and be part of the planning um, at Rochester Elementary where I spent a year. And then I was fortunate enough to be appointed as the principal at uh, Kilmer Elementary, Ecole Kilmer Elementary, a dual track school. Um, so new for me in admin to have a dual track, although I had worked at um, Irvin as a teacher where there, we had both French and English. So it wasn't a totally new experience, but um, really enjoyed that and spent six very wonderful years at Kilmer. And already I'm almost at three and a half years at Castle Park and I can't believe how much the time is flying. I know, it goes by quickly. Yeah. What, uh, what made you want to go into administration? Uh, I think for me, it was really about, I wanted to do things beyond my classroom. And I started as a classroom teacher. I worked and I became a department head in two different schools and I really just wanted to expand what I felt I could bring to the table in a school around building community and, and connecting people and building relationships and and as I said earlier to get those things rolling and that helps everything else go. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about uh, relationships amidst COVID. It's been a <laughs> funny time hasn't it? Yeah. Um, tell us a little bit about how how that's how COVID has affected that and how you had to sort of adjust things around COVID. I, I think a big part of it, that was a hard hit. Mm -hmm. um, I see it in myself. I 
I see it in my 89 year old father not being able to socialize. Um, even for me, just going to classroom doors instead of going into the classroom, but still talking to the kids, making sure I was outside recess, lunch before school, after school, talking with the kids, making sure that, you know, I knew them, we could talk about things I knew that were happening for them in their lives. They would tell me things, um, you know, still keeping in contact with parents outside along the fence line uh, at their car doors, they were dropping kids off. So I really purposely worked hard at maintaining those relationships. And that included with my staff. I, I really, you don't find me in my office very much in normal times, in quotation marks, but even less so in COVID, because if you're not spending time with the people, again, you don't know what's going on. And so I, I really went out of my way to be available to staff, to parents, to kids. Yeah, you really did rise to that challenge, didn't yeah. you? Um, what What about right now? What do you? What's one of your biggest challenges that you face right now? And um, what do you What do you learn from that challenge? I, I think even now I'm I, I trying to get to the heart of the matter. Sometimes when you're dealing with uh, either student issues or you've got a, a staff member that you're working with, and trying to really get at what is at the crux of the issue. Um, it takes a lot of listening sometimes and, and really looking at the people when they're speaking, reading the body language, really trying to figure out what the problem is. So for me, slowing down and taking the time to listen has always been something that I've tried to work on. Um, might've been a little bit of a bull in the China shop early in my teaching career. <laughs> and I, I, I think, um, Having been in the classroom 17 years, that really helped me develop that a little bit more patience. And But even still with it, being an administrator, I still work at that and make sure I'm really listening to what the person's saying um, rather than just taking things at face value. Because as we often know, sometimes people don't want to tell you the whole story up front because they may not know you. They don't know how you're going to take it. And sometimes they might be saying critical of you or they want something from you and you still have to be open and, and caring and and uh, try and figure things out. Yeah, I find that such a, a lesson for me is, and I'm still learning it, is to listen, to listen, to listen, right? Not not listen to respond. And as my mom always said, you know, you have two ears and only one mouth for a reason. You should be using your ears twice as much as you use your mouth. <laughs> I might have heard that one too. Yeah, exactly. Uh, how about here at the school? What do you want to do here that you haven't done yet that you'd love to try or something? Um. When I first came to Castle Park, I came in February of 2019. Mm -hmm. So I had basically one year before COVID hit. Um, I really spent that first year still learning about the school and, um, you know, certainly building relationships, but also starting to try and do things to um, create activities that brought people together, whether it was, you know, grade four or fives playing floor hockey, whether it's you know, playing soccer with a grade two threes outside or something like that. Uh, I part of my teaching load is is teaching the kindergartens because I really like to get to know our new students right off the bat. And so I think for me, it's the school wide events, the fun events, the things the kids actually remember. I mean, unless there's something super fantastic about a math lesson or a science lesson that kids see real life practicality and they don't remember those things. They remember the different events or the different ways of learning uh, that um, 
help them along their journey and even school-wide events and things like, you know, breakfast with Santa that where you, it's the parents and the kids come together, uh, um, you, you know, volleyball jamborees, uh, things like that. Uh, things that can really build community in your school pack events. Really. We, we haven't done any for two years and those are community builders as well. So those are the, the extra things that I've missed and, mm -hmm. and that, and starting to try and work our way back to and, Speaking of uh, building memorable activities, I, I hear you have this amazing garden here. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that and how that brings people together. Um, we, we have, a, when I arrived here, we had an extremely uh, strong group of both parents and a couple of teachers who were um, striving to build more of a learning garden. Um, and so, whereas we had some four garden beds out the back, um, they had a plan and it was well articulated. And so when I came in, it was just about supporting their plan to build a gathering space that's made out of concrete, that's kind of a hexagonal shape, um, to uh, build some more natural sandboxes than the old 12 by 12 wood with the, the, the 2 by 10 seat around the outside. Mm -hmm. And so um, that came to fruition really over the first year that I was here and, and was supposed to open the spring break of 2020, which we weren't here for afterwards because of COVID. So it, it's a really fabulous space. You see classes outside all the time. Um, we're still looking to add pieces to it. Uh, we just got a grant from Maxine Wilson to help. We're going to add a deck, which will be more like a performance space uh, outside. Um, we literally built a mound because there's not a lot of hills around here, but there's a mound out there and the kids are always playing on it, right? And um, there's pathways that they can go on. Um, it's accessible. So if you, we had a student in a wheelchair, um, as we have had in the past, then they can ex, uh, get to it and get around. And, um, it's it, it, There's a real passion of, of the staff to participate in that and, and take learning outside. Yeah, I just love how it brings people together and in touch with nature and in touch with each other. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Yeah. Thank you. Um, we all we all have had mentorship, people we admire, people we appreciate advice from. What's one of the best pieces of leadership advice that anyone's ever given you? Less is more. Hmm. Tell me more about that. <laughs> <laughs> tell me more. I can't, I can't tell you the number of times I have received an email from somebody. I've written an answer and the little voice in the back of my head says less is more. And I've taken half the email away and, and uh, deleted it and then sent the email. And it's actually helped the situation. Um, just the whole piece around um, sometimes, and, and I even equate that a little bit to the listening versus the talking, right. you know, less talking, more listening. Uh, and that helps to find solutions to difficult situations. So, For our listeners who are maybe thinking about entering that role of a vice principal or principal, tell us something that helped you along the way. I think connecting and building relationships with all the members in the school community. Um, as, as a teacher, I, you don't have to be best friends with people or anything like that. That's not what I'm talking about. It's, it's really just about respecting people for the job that they do, but also supporting them in their job. Um, even as a classroom teacher, you're working with EAs and understanding where they're coming from. They bring a perspective in the classroom, ask them what they think works sometimes, because I, I don't, 
I definitely don't know it all. Even now, I ask our EA team for their perspective, and there's no point in asking for it unless you're going to take it and listen to it and and act on it, uh, or be able to explain why you're not. Right. And so, um, that the same thing goes for a noon hour supervisors or caretaker. Like I was always working with them. I felt uh, as part of the community within the school, um, and. Uh, even to the point of, as a teacher, being involved in PAC things. I mean, you're supporting parents who are supporting the kids and supporting things in your school. And when parents see that and then you have an initiative and you want to do it, they will support you as well. It's it's definitely a, two, a two-way street. And, um, you know, I there are some very active PACs in our school district and there's ones that aren't. But I think as administrators, as teachers, we can help the parents be active and supporting our students rather than at times uh, sometimes feeling where the pack maybe try to tell people what to do then get in and walk with them instead of walking mm -hmm. against them mm -hmm. it goes right back to your relationship piece and yeah it's, it's uh, connecting with people that piece yeah. Yeah. yeah as i look around your office right now i see lots of hockey pictures <laughs> <laughs> is that how you like to spend your um free time i guess uh, yeah. I might have a history in, in hockey, but that's a different podcast. Um, it's it's really more about the stories behind them and, and the quality of the individuals. Um, you know, there's a photo of Wayne and Walter Gretzky. There's pictures of Trevor Linden, uh, Maurice Richard. Uh, uh, but, but it's really about the stories behind them and the quality people that they are and adversities overcome and um, just... Uh, being a sport, I, I probably should have a lot more lacrosse photos up there, but uh, my involvement in lacrosse on that side is more as a referee, so you don't have a lot of referee pictures. <laughs> <laughs> we can start that. <laughs> no, we try and stay out of the limelight. <laughs> uh, what about uh, a good a, a good book or a good podcast or a good TV show that you love? Just not necessarily professional, but just for fun. I, I think the lately I have been really trying to expand my my understanding of the indigenous world, mm. I would say. Um, I, I, I go back to my relationship piece, but I went to elementary school with a girl um, who had been adopted by United Minister and, and joined our school and I think about grade five and we went all the way through grade 12. We're acquaintances, I'll say, but we're friends. And uh, just kind of always hearing her story over time and not that she brought it up, but she's been a lot more active now in talking about it and talking to schools and in other parts of the lower mainland. Um, but it really kind of has always been in, I guess, in my peripheral vision around, I need to learn more about that and what happened. And um, uh, can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name of the book, but her father is Cecil Paul, who is uh, from up um, uh, near uh, Kitimatin Terrace, and uh, she he wrote a book. So that's one I've oh. just read recently. It's about, kind of about his life history and the phases of his life and residential school and, and things like that. And, um, it's, you know, that. And uh, so uh, if you ask me one, I... I have to say, unfortunately, I, I probably don't read enough books in terms of being an administrator because I'm just too busy with life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that I, I read on holidays. Yeah. I uh, But even sitting down on a weekend doesn't happen a lot. 
because when I'm sitting down, I usually sit down to watch TV, but it's not a TV show. It's just sports. <laughs> I don't want to have to think about anything. That's important, too. <laughs> I, uh, I'd love to get the name, the name of that book from you maybe eventually, and I, I can maybe try to put it in these uh, notes. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I can get it for you. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh, tell us something that people often get wrong about you. Well, I, I think sometimes people think I don't stop. And my wife will tell you that he needs to get off the couch sometimes on the weekend. <laughs> um, I think people know I wear my heart in my sleeve. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I'm, I guess when people look at the school and I think the school I'm, I work in run fairly well, thank you to the staff and the community that we have and that, but I have a lot of second guesses of myself. You know, when things happen, you always wonder if you're doing the right thing, but you have to stay to what's true to you. Um, and that's, for me, it's people. Yeah. And if I put people first, and especially if I put kids first, uh, then it works out right. Yeah. Your, your strong so. sense of that relationship value really comes through very, very yeah. quickly, I think. Right? I mean, I've known you for a long time, but I can, I can definitely sense that in this short conversation with you that... That piece is, is probably one of your core values. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, this is one of my favorite ones. What's a hard leadership lesson that the universe keeps putting right in front of you? I think it's just when you think you have things figured out, there's always <laughs> another curveball. So true, so true. <laughs> I, uh, you, you know, you, you think you've come across a situation, you feel like, okay, I've kind of dealt with something like this before. And you take three steps and suddenly there's a new wrinkle that you haven't encountered before. And um, you, you always need to remember to reach out to people, um, to your colleagues, to your network of people. And it may not be people who are your direct friends that you socialize with, but people whose opinions and perspectives that you trust to get a perspective. And it doesn't mean that you always take their advice, but you hear other perspectives and that helps make a better informed decision. So. Sure does. And, and you have to be um, open to talking to people and share that vulnerable piece of yourself. Yeah. 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 You have to be open to sometimes people telling, oh, I wouldn't be doing it that way. Yeah. Right. And, and listening because that's why you trust them because they're going to give you good advice. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm going to end off with this question. What are you grateful for in this moment? I am grateful for the love of my family. Oh. My, my wife puts up with a lot. <laughs> A lot of Andrew being late for dinner, a lot of Andrew not being home. Um, I have two beautiful daughters uh, who are just starting their careers in different things. And, um, you know, I, I'm very fortunate that my, my siblings and I have very good relationships and we all get along and I have an extended family and we all get along. And uh, I'm not saying it's perfect, but, you know, you at the end point, you always get along and, and you can get through things together and support each other. So, but I'm also, um, I'm always thankful for my network of friends, my network of colleagues that I can reach out to when I, when I have those questions and I need to ask somebody else. I love so. that because uh, you, you say that like, it's an odd thing with you, but it's such a natural thing with Andrew Corbold. Of course you get along with everyone. <laughs> Who wouldn't get along with Andrew Corbold? <laughs> oh, there are people. <laughs> Remember I talked about that bull in the China shop, right? <laughs> well, I just want to say how much I appreciate uh, this conversation with you. I've known you for a long time, Andrew, and uh, 
like you said, you stepped into Citadel Vice Principal as I was leaving Citadel Vice Principal. And uh, as I was leaving, I thought, I, I just remember meeting you and thinking, what a wonderful, kind human being. And I'm so glad we've remained friends all these years. And we don't see each other a lot, but when we do, I always feel so connected with you. And I have to say that when I asked you to do this with me, you jokingly said, oh, scraping the bottom <laughs> of the barrel, hey? And I, my honest response was, no, I just, I'm super comfortable with you and appreciate you and so glad that you were willing to do this with me. Thanks. Well, thank you, Wendy. You're, you're a great role model. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Um, it's been great getting to know you a little bit better, Andrew, and we will talk with you all soon. Uh, if you'd like to hear more, make sure you hit that subscribe button on your podcast provider. And if you'd like to be interviewed, please make sure to contact me and we will connect. Take care, everyone. Talk to you soon.